If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to A Geek First Review. My name is Travis Snell, and today, tonight, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this, I am here to talk about Luca. This is a film that, well, man, all these GV people are going to be mad at me. I guess I should get some plugs out of the way. Down below is, so you'll have to wait till I, what I say about Luca. Uh, down below is the description that has, whether you're on video or audio, all the feeds of where you can find us. Speaking of feeds, you can check out our separate feeds. We have four feeds in total. We have the Geekverse main feed that it's every single thing. So every single piece of content that we put out for the public, it's there. If you're just into our news, our reviews, our retrospectives, or you want to look at our back catalog, that's the best way to do it. So there's Geekverse news, Geekverse reviews, and Geekverse retrospective. That goes on both feeds. So this Luca review will be on the main feed and then on the reviews feed. The reason we did that for, I've talked about before, but if you want to go find a bunch of our reviews we did in 2021, it's a lot easier to go to review feed than going through. That's a good thing. We're doing tons of content right now because you guys keep supporting us. You guys are giving us some record-breaking numbers. I just talked about this in my solo Michael Keaton Batman cast, but we already had our biggest month, like 13 days left to go. You guys are just fucking animals. So we love you and we can't wait and just keep doing that. And if you keep doing that, good things are going to happen. We got lots of plans next year. So stay tuned. Uh, we're always thinking, we're always working hard and we appreciate that you guys are showing us the support, but that's why we got the separate feeds there and you can go back and listen to a bunch of reviews or news or retrospectives that we've had. We sometimes drop classic ones in there, new ones, what it may be. Uh, description has the video and audio feeds. Uh, please on Apple Podcasts leave a five-star written review. That's what helps out. So if you like what I do or any of us do what we do with our Loki reviews weekly or our newscasts or we got Fast and Furious coming up and you like those, please give us a review. That helps a lot. Legitimately, it does. I think that's a big reason why we've had a big bump recently too because lots of people reviewed it and like if you're not into podcasting, you know, tips and whatnot, algorithms, man. It gets you up charts. It gets other people to see them. So Lots of fun stuff, so please do that. Um, Podcast Network, check out that. We have seven days a week, nine shows covering Marvel, DC, Star Wars, film, Power Rangers, animated stuff. I'm going to be on there next week, actually, or this week. Oh, man. I can't say anything. I can't say anything yet. Um, Reviewing The Long Halloween, which... um, Check into that review. I will be reviewing it with Travis Hines, and it is my favorite graphic novel all time or just story batman story and definitely check out that review i'll say uh world's finest group of leaders lots of good stuff over there and then finally head over to our patreon because you could get episodes like this or all the rest of them ad free or you get it early because i'm putting this out today a few days early for the patrons or you can get the exclusive stuff at the five dollar you know phase two tier you get all of that and you get to pick a movie too this month we gotta review a few movies for the patrons we're i Maddie, Stevie, we we know we're gonna do it. It's just been E3 and whatnot. But that's a good thing. We've told them this before and like, oh yeah, it's good. Take your time. We got you just got the best fans. So now I can get into Luca. There will be a spoiler section for this, but it's not gonna be massive. I'm not gonna it's gonna be a quick review. I'm not gonna break it down. Here's my hour thoughts on no, there's just a certain plot point that I'm going to refer to in the non-spoilers, but I can dive a little deeper into the spoilers. But Luca, so this is a Pixar film. 
I had really no idea about other than Luca. I'd seen the logo and maybe like 13 seconds of footage. Never watched a trailer on it. If we're not talking about the podcast, because to be honest, if we, you know, do we're reviewing the Luca trailer, it's not really going to push numbers, you know, numbers for us. Like they get people's eye, the people that want to listen to the Marvel, DC, Star Wars, other movie news, Luca, Pixar, unfortunately don't do that. But luckily that means, oh, there's an actual trailer I don't have to watch. So I can be surprised. You know, I've been on a good roll recently. That, Promising Young Woman, uh, Get Out, Last Night in Soho, we're not going to watch any more trailers. Still haven't seen those trailers, you know, so this i didn't even know there were sea monsters in it until like the thursday before i watched it like the day before because someone i listened to a podcast that had mentioned and they said something about sea monsters like oh really okay and that's what i'll give you the quick premise that there is man this is gonna suck because i one time did this in tenet and then people or some one guy's like you don't know the character's name but i will pull it up just so i can be clear but there's these two kids there's one kid in particular He's a sea monster, right? And he's played by Jacob Tremblay, and it's he's a sea monster. But the thing is that if you go to the shore, you can become a human and have human skin and body and everything like that. Oh, his name. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're listening to this cast, you're probably wondering why I'm laughing, because I definitely got a blooper for the 2021 thing, because I literally asked, what is this character's name? And it's Luca. His, char- his name <laughs> It's the title character of the fucking movie. Luca is his name, and his friend is uh, Alberto, and then the girl's name that's also her friend is Julia, Julia, something like that. It's Italian. So he wants to go to the shore. His parents are like, no, don't do it. And before I get any more spoilers, he goes up there, and adventure ensues. My non-spoiler thoughts, I enjoyed the film... A good amount. I won't say quite a bit. Quite a bit, I think, is a little higher. I liked it. I think that animation looks great, but it doesn't... It looks great, but it, it, it's tough because we just had Soul, and Soul to me is like, holy shit, wow. Like This is animation on another level, where this looks really good. But it also has sometimes like a really cartoony feel, and I don't know how Italian people might feel about this. I just feel like some of the characters looked very Wallace and gromit animation, which is not an offensive thing because Wallace and Gromit was great, but it just didn't look the exact Pixar look. I think this movie has a really cool thing about it, but it's tough because I think it's all subtext. It's not what the movie's actually about, but I don't know if this was a mistake or they were trying to subtly put it in there. And if they did, and oh, maybe it wasn't subtly because I caught it, I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I appreciate them doing it, but it's like that. this movie's not a about that but i like that they did that and that's very cool and that's maybe the only way you could put that in a disney slash pixar movie but the subtext and like what it was maybe trying to hint at is much more interesting than the actual story um for pixar i think this is like a middle of the road lower tier i watched it and i enjoyed it but i wasn't like i can't wait to see that again i was like oh i'll definitely watch this game one day watch with the kids they loved it they loved the sea monsters stuff like that but i wasn't enthralled with a thing this is a nether massive hit the same way was soul you know onward that's pixar right yeah onward i don't have it in like the a tier but i really really enjoyed it like i'm gonna watch this again so soul onward i think with my kids after a week or two weeks we watch it again this if they want to watch again sure but it's not me being like hey kids you want to watch luca again i think the story the actual story not what's behind the wall um i think it's feels like kind of like 
dreams worky in a way of like that sounds bad but they usually would have very simple type of animated movies and that's what i think this was it was a simple well-made movie about friendship and adventure and that was good but there's not like you know where it's going you've seen the story done a million times i don't think any of the characters are really that memorable other than a cat the cat's great and maybe the uncle but i it, it is like lesser tiers, not cars, thank goodness. But I think it's like the good dinosaur, but a few clicks better, you know, where that was a simple story. And that was like, okay, Pixar's never made a bad movie. I don't know if I could call it cars movies, bad movies. I can say I don't like them, but they're not bad movies. But they're much like to me in the MCU where they have a certain quality and they always hit it. And then hopefully they go above that, right? I think this was not above it. And I think like it just met the line of like, okay, good Pixar movie voice cast was fun like I said times look beautiful I liked some of the Italian culture but it just like I said it kind of had like a been there done that feel if the movie was about what it was kind of I think underneath what it was about that would be much more interesting but there's no way you could do it that's why I stay tuned for spoilers but would I recommend this it's on Disney plus for already with your subscription so if you had Disney plus yeah I'd say it's worth a watch it's worth a hey you know see what it is but here's the thing Pixar, most of the time when they put out movies, and if you're not an Oscar, I, this doesn't mean anything to you, but if you're an Oscar fan, Pixar oh, has run that category for decades. This is a film that I saw and I go, yeah, I I don't think they'll get it here. And there's like still more to go, but like I've seen like the, what was that movie that just the, the Mitchells, what was it? Marshall, the Mitchells, whatever. That was better. Uh, that movie Wish Dragon on Netflix wasn't, but already I just don't get that sense of, oh, this is a sure, and unless it's a super weak year for animation, I go, no, this is just kind of a, paint by numbers is not, it's not the right way to say it, but it's like, because you have the sea monster element, so that stuff's cool, but like I said, the story containing inside these elements, we've seen a lot, and I don't think it was fresh enough to really get me on board as far as loving this film. Liking it? Yeah, sure, I like it. For the non-spoilers, because I do this with my solar views, Definitely recommend it. If you got kids, I recommend it. I would give it like a 7.5. So it's up there as far as I'll definitely rewatch it again at some point in my life. I'm not dying to watch it. Maybe it will go up when I rewatch it at some point, but I think 7, 7.5 is kind of where I am there. So I'm going to take a quick ad break here and then we're getting into some spoilers. And we're going to talk about what to me was very interesting that I feel like this movie was putting something out there and I. I applaud them for it. Again, it's not what the movie's about, but it was the halfway into like the first act. I was like, oh, this is what this movie's trying to do. And you know what? And maybe that's sometimes the best way for kids and people that are still learning about other people's cultures or sexual orientation, stuff like that, that it's kind of baby steps and to baby feed them this way. Be like, oh, this is what it's like. But instead of this, it's sea monsters. The same way Planet of the Apes is about race, right? So that I like. The same way, but Planet of the Apes is very... Uh, overtly about that this is you know under the rare but i i do like the element so it's tough so i'm gonna throw the ad break right now take my water and then we'll get into that so i'll be right back all right so we're back so what i'm talking about if you've seen the movie i feel like you should get it but if not maybe i'll blow your mind maybe you won't understand because someone had told me the other day or i saw a tweet on uh, uh twitter about shrek 2 being about an interracial couple i was like fuck <laughs> that makes a lot of sense this movie i think 1000 percent. now this is why i say i don't think it's a mistake but you could look at something like nightmare on elm street 2 
What I think this movie is about is a young man, and yeah, it's a kid, and people are like, oh, well, you're younger. No, lots of times kids at a, people say like, oh, at this age, like 10, I knew that I liked boys, and I was a boy, or I liked girls, and I was a girl. That happens a lot. They don't do that with this movie, that's why I said it's definitely subtext, but I think this film is definitely about coming out, or kind of your first love with somebody that you didn't know. Like I've never had that with somebody because I saw, saw Michelle Pfeiffer I was like, Oh, I like girls. And that's kind of was the norm. Right. When I grew up, I was like, you know, I joked that 92, of course, but I or 99, but like I grew up as a straight guy. So there's not much of a like, Oh, this is wrong or, you know, risky, or I don't want to share that. I've never had that epiphany. I just have friends that have told me that and media and stuff like that shows you as far as there's a moment where if I'm a guy and maybe I like a guy, you got to kind of have to go, Oh, I've never thought about that way. Like maybe I don't like girls and all of a sudden I look at a guy or I have some sort of connection or something happens go, Oh, this is why I've felt differently my whole life. There's those light bulb moments, right? Watch call me by your name. That's what this movie is like. The Pixar call me by your name. Like even the way they dress, I was like, I swear I've seen this outfit, but so what happens is Jacob Tromley's Luca, that's his character name, he wants to go up in the shore, right? <clears throat> and it's the same thing to me. It's like a kid who wants to grow up and get out there. He meets this boy, and I've already forgotten the boy's name, uh, Alberto. He meets him, and the whole thing is about he is having different experiences. In the movie, they frame it as hey, he's having different experiences as far as he's being on the land. They're making a Vespa. He's showing him all the stuff he never knew before. But to me, it's almost like some person like meeting another gay guy or meeting another gay woman and finding out like, oh, this is what it could be. This is how I feel. Like I feel a similar way. I have these interests. I, I, I have a sexual orientation. Before I continue, the reason I brought Nightmare on Elm Street 2 is because lots of people thought that with... <laughs> Never Sleep Again is one of the best documentaries of all time. I think it's like five hours, but they really dedicate like so many huge segments to each movie. And number two, for years was thought about this really smart horror film of like, it's about a guy struggling with his sexuality because there's lots of kind of gay overtones in there or kind of maybe some hints towards some things. Directors, writers all go, oh no, that wasn't the... that wasn't the plan like we didn't intend that it was just the way it did and even the writer's like when you go back and watch it now he's like how did i not see this and that's where i don't think that is this i've not seen an interview yet where they've said that so but either way to me him meeting alberto is kind of like okay you're meeting some of the new experiences but they frame it as you know oh you're being a human you can't be a human this happens for a little bit, and then once they find out the parents that he's going up there with a boy, they say they're going to send him to the deep with his uncle. Uncle's played with Sasha Baron Cohen. Really fun. He's just like, because he's down at the bottom of the lake, he's like being up in the light, like almost kills him. The character at one point has like a mini heart attack. Luca has to punch his heart to like revive him. He was great. He was really hamming it up. I always wonder how these things happen. Like Sasha Baron Cohen's like, is he working on a Marvel Star Wars thing? Because it's like, He's in two scenes and they're very minor. So I'm like, how did he, like, how did they just get him to come in? Is there a friend? I don't know. But so they literally say, like, to get this out of your mind, we're going to send you to the teep with your uncle for a season, maybe two. If he keeps misbehaving. And then when you come, you can come back when you're ready. <clears throat> There's a, I can't remember the name of it. Oh, man. But Joel Egerton, he directed a movie a couple years ago, very underseen, and I can't even remember it. But it was Lucas Hedges, and it was the same thing. It was Lucas Hedges, Nicole Kidman, Russell Crowe. Son's gay. They send him to a, a, a conversion camp, right? Which is 
just reading those fucking awful those people are pieces of shit they can go fuck themselves i don't care like trying to get the gay out of people or change their sexual orientation like that's just bottom of the bottom barrel like accept people for who they are and mind your own fucking business and those parents that do that you should be ashamed you really should so but to me it wasn't exactly like that but it was like yeah we gotta send you away from this boy so we get that, <coughs> excuse me, we get that, and then he decides, no, he's going to run away at the boy, and what they go with Alberto, the whole thing, and there, there's a funny joke with the Vespa, and again, sometimes I feel like I, I, when I'm saying negative stuff or saying, oh, it wasn't that good, it wasn't Pixar level, I still enjoyed it, and there's this great gag where they're building a Vespa, and they're trying to like take a jump off a ramp and everything like that, and it's tons of fun, there's really cute moments, there's this turtle that they try to use as like a, like a, a, a block to put on the ramp and everything, and and I think I've said this, but Alberto's also a sea monster, but he's been living up there. So it's just like another kind of like allegory as far as he's this guy who's out and he's very happy about it and happy with his life and everything like that, where there's this guy, Luca, who's like closeted and doesn't want to do it. And you'll see as we go along, I'll give you more examples. At first, I said that my fiance, and she's like, ah, yeah, like, I don't know, maybe. But then as it went along, I was like, okay, what about this? What about this? And then there's a line, like maybe near the end of the movie, she's like, okay, you're definitely right. <laughs> and so they have this idea of like, they, the perfect thing would be a Vespa, right? And in their mind, they don't know about gas money, but if they get a Vespa, they could drive away and have their whole different life. And that's the whole plot is, hey, we're going to get like the same way in real life. It's like, get money, get a place, get out of here. Like, fuck your parents, fuck your friends. It's just going to be you and me, you and me. They say that a bunch of times. It's going to be you and me. We're going to run away. So that's something. And then as it continues with them being sea monsters, they meet this girl who, you know, she kind of gets them on the adventure as far as that's how they could win money. There's a race. There's this like bully, which I like the joke because there's a bunch of kids that it's like a yearly race, right? It's something like you swim, you eat pasta, and then you bike across the finish line. And this is, I've told my fiance many times, this reinforced like, man, I'm going to go to Italy so much because before I met her, my plan was I'm going to, my, our plan before, I think it was because my sister had a boyfriend, never happened. And then I got a girlfriend friend and fiance and kids but it was like okay when my sister graduates this is the whole life plan when my sister graduates we're gonna go to italy and i'm like when i'm in italy i'm gonna meet the girl i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna meet the girl i'm gonna marry her because you know what i wanted the fucking food and yeah italian women are good looking too but like i see all this food all the time that's the food i like i'm like this is perfect and that's why i always joke with my fiance it's like i was not looking for anybody but she's that special that i made a nice detour in my life and here we are and i got great kids and father's day was fantastic so made the right choice but that was my plan go to italy so made me miss italy even though I feel like they could have done more at the location. At one point in the movie, the parents come up because Luke has been gone for a while. They go, the uncle, they're going to find him. And there's like this pond in the middle of this little town. But they stay, like they don't go anywhere looking else for Luca pretty much. They just stay in this middle of the town. And sure, other kids are running by. But it feels like in a movie or Mandalorian season one where it's like, they kept using that same set those first three episodes and Mandalorian just like walking around different corners shot a little differently. And you're like, this is the same set guys. Like we can tell, like, can we, like I get the budget's a little low, but could we do something? This felt like that, but it's an animated movie. So I didn't understand the choice, but either way, so they meet her, this, uh, like Ju- Gillian, Julian. I can't remember her name. The, the, they're, I don't, and I don't want to call her the female friend, but 
they meet her and they introduce this race idea. They meet this kid who's like the bad guy villain in the movie. And it's great because I was like, he seems like he's a lot older. I don't understand. Is he adult? And then they continue with the movie of like, aren't you a little old for this race? And he's like, oh, I'm 16. They're like, you said you were 16 last year. And he kind of moves on. But he's like a hoity-toity rich kid who gets what he wants. So there's some fun there. But the idea is if they win this race, they'll get money and they can turn that and get in the Vespa. They see all these Vespas that cost a lot. And then they see the crap one. <laughs> and they go, well, that's perfect. We can afford that one. So so they team with her and they're they suck they can't ride a bike they can't do anything but the idea is she said well you guys have heart so that's good enough for me we can get on that you know it's not the size of the dog it's the size of the heart of the fight in the dog right so the whole, there's lots of training and that's where i think the movie kind of slumps in the middle it's a lot of stuff you've seen before we're building a bike trying this out like eating lots of pasta like it's fun cute stuff but it's stuff like you could predict like okay the next 20 minutes we're gonna get the training montage this she has a dad which he's quite a character he's pretty funny he's like a he's a fisherman who was bor- uh, born with a uh, one arm and he has like these eyebrows that go across his eyes and unless he's mad he'll like peek it up and you see one eye he was a fun character and throughout the movie you constantly get hijinks of they get hit by water and they turn into a sea monster they can dry off really quickly but like one point where they sleep over at you know their friends and the dad's place to sleep outside it rains so when they woke up they're the monsters and they gotta hide quickly for anyone sees them some they go fishing and they gotta wear gloves and stuff like that all these things right so there's this point where this town is lots of fishermen you know they talk about the sea monsters some people don't believe them some people do but they if they're real they're gonna kill them and hunt them right there's a moment, much like to me, I would think like as a gay person you might have, if you were to walk into, or even someone of like a race, if you were to walk into some place where you could tell that they did not like your time, your type, your type of people, your race, your nationality, there's a scene like that where they walk around and because they're humans, no one knows us, but they see like wanted sea creatures, like dead signs and people talking so bad about these sea creatures the same way to me it would be like anyone if you were gay and you didn't want to say you were out in public because it might be a risk for your life and there is a moment that is to me super heartbreaking as far as <clears throat> excuse me i'm gonna take a little sip of water here so with the girl julianne she starts explaining to because like and uh, ja- dylan jack razors or jack dylan grazer freddie from it and he's in shazam he plays alberto and he's like a really hot shot like i know it all and like he's having fun and everything like that with his life uh you learn some stuff about him and his dad and some like tragic stuff that goes but it feels like he's been on his own for a while and he just kind of had to fend for himself but he's also not the most intelligent guy he just kind of makes up as he goes like he tells luke at one point all those things in the, the sky are fishes and the girl has to you know julian has to tell him no like those are stars and she explains and he takes interest to him and there's a whole segment of the film where she's teaching him stuff about the world that's actually true well alberto was just making it up because he was maybe embarrassed, didn't know that much, and they start to grow apart, right? And they get in this fight, and the idea is that Luca maybe wants to go to school like she's going to go because their parents are separated. She comes out for the summer. She goes back to school. Yada, yada, yada. There's lots of kind of bickering stuff. You've kind of seen this before, but they get in an argument, and he ends up, Alberto ends up getting wet, and he turns into a sea creature in, in front of everybody. And Luca points at him and goes, he's a sea monster, get him luckily later on in the movie they get back together they figure it out they're friends luca knows that was a mistake but that i've heard that from friends they do that in media as well where if someone the whole gets caught and i'm not gay they came on to me they were doing this that is something that 
has happened. Luckily, as far as more friends I meet later on, especially in Cologne, I was just talking about this with my fiance because we know somebody and it's just, it's great to see there's so many people that are just so openly out now. Like it's a great thing, but I feel like even 10 years ago where I lived, it was like, you would see two girls holding her kissing like, oh, that's rare. But now it's just like everywhere. And that's awesome because people are feeling a bit more comfortable. But you hear horror stories of people maybe being with somebody, someone gets caught and the one person goes, yeah, we are gay. And the other person goes, no, I'm not. And that and that's what that moment was like, such a heart sinker. Like right there is like, okay, this is definitely what they're going for. At least what I think. I think they were going for that because it was like, man, and that's like the worst thing you could do because you don't want, and that's the same thing of like Luca is struggling. I would say they don't phrase it this way in the movie because it's more just like with being a sea monster, but it's the same as he's struggling with his sexuality and he can't come out the same way Alberto is. He can't be proud about it. He can't shout to the rooftops. And then we go through all this. They win the race and how they happen is uh, Luca has to embrace that he's a sea monster with Alberto and they're together and the people of the town, you know, eventually cheer for them and they're not going to hunt them anymore. And literally once the family gets up there, it's the parents and the grandmother and she says this line. This is where my fiance was like, okay, you were right. She says, you know, no, he he's gonna go places around the world. Not everyone will accept him, but all that matters is he finds the people that do accept him. And that was to me the biggest nail in the head of like, yes, what, and it doesn't have to just be sexual orientation. I just felt that was the way of like the framing of the movie. It felt like the same way if someone were to meet a other younger gentlemen when they're younger trying to figure things out and they go you know what? oh yeah this is why i feel different you know or this is person's giving me these new experiences this is how i am it could be that way about race or anything like that. but the same i think that's more the in the middle part where it's the hey you're going to places where you know you're hated i think this is because be honest if people hate a black person you can't hide that you're black if people hate a gay person you can hide that you can try to and say no i'm not gay you can't go and say oh, i'm not black and you shouldn't nobody should do that and if people have a problem same thing as the conversion pill just go fuck yourself so it's just like the fact that we're so many years you know like it, it, it's just shitty that like i'm probably gonna die and it's just the way it is but i'm probably gonna die in this world where racism this like bigotry will still be around i hope not i hope it will be almost completely gone it's like one percent of the world especially at least in north america but it's still there right but with that's where i think this was more about sexual orientation because you could try to hide that or mask that or there's more of a coming out thing where i think the experiences of someone and tell me please in the comments but like as i have friends that are gay my best friend is black i've talked to them and there are similarities between their stories but there's still much different tales of how they get there most of the similarities is man there's a lot of fucking assholes out there and they treat me bad because of this reason because i'm not white i'm not straight and that's where it's you know they can have a lot of commonality but i think there's kind of getting to the same point is different and that's where i thought this was and that last line was and then there's this great you know really again i just feel like they were going for this he's going to go to school with her after all the parents are, you know, they're sad, but they want to learn. He wants to do this. It, it's definitely strange because like, I feel like around the world, there definitely could be maybe gay people. They may not be, some people may not like them, but they're, they're people. I feel like a sea monster showing up to Los Angeles or something is like, that's a, that's a scary thing. Like sea monsters just around, but that's the point, right? At some point, you know, being gay, that was the first thing that came out. And that's why people were scared of that because like, oh, that's so unnatural. You can't do that. But it's not unnatural. It's the way of life. People get to love who they love. Same thing. If sea monsters start walking around, we got to accept them. Same thing. If aliens were to land today, they were crashed on and say, hey, our planet got blown up. Can you help us out? I would hope if they are friendly and don't want to take over, let's try and bring them in. Be like, you know what? 
that sucks your planet got destroyed. <laughs> let's let's be together. Let's work together. Knowing our country, no, we'd have a bunch of fucking idiots and like try and start a war, but that's great. Either way, he's gonna go with her. He's like, Alberto, come along, let's go. Much like call me by your name, something's tearing them apart. They're not gonna end up together. But there's a scene where Alberto says, No, I'm gonna say the dad, you know, you go learn for the press. Like he keeps saying this Italian expression and he says that Lucas he's going. Lucas like, what does that mean? He's like, I don't know, but you got to find out and tell me. So there's some fun banter, but there's this moment where, and it's a very like to me lovey dovey moment. The train's going, the rain starts to hit Lucas. He's looking out, he's crying. He's starting to turn into a monster or sea monster again. And Alberto's running, and they're literally holding hands as long as they can, and then they like slip away, and they're holding each other, and they're both crying. It's like. Yeah, they <laughs> to me this is full on like these characters would be in love. If this wasn't a Disney Pixar hey, if you make them gay, this movie would get banned everywhere. Let's make them sea monsters and that's the way we'll tell that story. And if they did that, bravo. Unfortunately, like, this would be much higher if that was the full on story because then it's out on front street where right now they can still play it safe and be like, well, it's you know, represent everybody. But it's just like and obviously we're still in a place because for business-wise, they can't accept that stuff. They couldn't put that movie out. And that's unfortunate. I do agree with some people that they should just... It's tough. It's a business, right? The business side of me, I get it. But at the same time, I wish they would just separate themselves. Say, yeah, we're not going to release movies in China. So we could do things like this. So we could have a scene, like a gay character in Star Wars, but it's not just a five-second kiss off screen that we can cut in many countries and send out. I wish they had more of a backbone, but at the end of the day, it's a business, right? So... I think if this is their way of sneaking in, trying to get that message to people, it's very well done. That stuff I like. The subtext stuff I like. The actual story and characters, some good moments, some very funny moments. But you've kind of, I think, been here before. You've seen it done before. It's just like the having to win a race, training, friends getting in fights. The other stuff that's kind of underneath is more exciting. But I did really like that cat. I'm somebody that hates cats, but the cat see like the cat is suspicious of them, and then he sees them once become a sea monster, and the whole movie he's like out to kill them pretty much and they win him over but he's he was really cute I, I hope that they do like a disney plus uh short with that cat but uh yeah let me know if you felt that same way about some of the allegories going on maybe i'm completely wrong you didn't see it that way if there's anything else i missed that you would say hey that go towards my theory please send it my way um twitter facebook youtube patreon our discord that has gv listeners and gua people and gv members go in there drop me a dime and uh we can talk and yeah i hope you enjoyed this review hope you enjoyed the movie and uh yeah when you hear from me next not be boring